What is up, Av Youth? I'm looking at this one, right? Okay, cool. What is up, Av Youth? Welcome back to another episode of The Rewind. Um, if you notice today, uh, once again, I am hosting. Robert is actually not here at all, which is crazy to me, because I'm sure that maybe has never even happened, maybe only once. Um, but yeah, we're back with another week of The Rewind. And if you look, uh, I am brought here with... You guys want to say your names? Well, back from uh, Minnesota, Benny G. <laughs> and? And I'm Hannah. Nice. Um, but yeah, so Benny G was a leader for us for a long, very long time. And uh, he just recently, a couple months ago, went off to college this winter. Um, and he has come back to visit us and he's brought us Hannah, uh, which is super awesome, super cool. Um, but yeah, we're awesome. It's awesome to have these guys back on or, or even here at all. Um, and we needed to get them on the rewind and <laughs> force them into something like this, uh, beforehand. So, um, but I just wanted to open it up to see like, what, what was your guys's experience being back at Ab Youth or maybe even for your first time? Um, yeah. Well, you know, this is going to be a long conversation right here because I can't get my thoughts clearly across in a simple manner, even now, like I'm just way too, talking way too much. But it's just an awesome experience uh, coming back and seeing everyone. Just that uh, one of the one of my favorite things um, to do is to see the body of Christ and other churches. Like cause a lot of times we have perspectives where where we have where we see our one church and we think that's all the church is it's limited to this one church body but coming back it was just like awesome to see all the students everyone back and 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 seeking the lord and so it was really awesome just an awesome experience to be back and see familiar faces say hi to people pour into people's lives for this one week on spring break right so it's really just awesome more eye-opening and 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 um, a reminder that the church is not limited to one body right very cool uh, what about you, Hannah? Have you been in some sort of youth environment as crazy as ours before? Never. <laughs> Y'all are much larger than any youth group I've ever been to and yeah. um, do things quite differently than I'm used to. But it was great to see that, great to see how, how, um, <laughs> um, how you guys run things and just, it's different, but it's good. It keeps your guys' kids engaged. It wouldn't keep our kids engaged, but yeah you know every church is different every area is different right so it's been like benny said just seeing how the body can be the body in different ways right mm-hmm. yeah that's very cool i i always think it's interesting to go to different places and i mean even even it being your first time in california i'm sure that was a a bit of a culture shock for you a little bit as well and it, it it's crazy to me how it seems like two different types of worlds and even just going up the street to a different church could be so different and the culture could be so different which i think is super cool um but if you guys hopefully you guys watched the message mm-hmm. uh this past wednesday uh charlie went up there and killed it he talked about this idea of love and um what exactly the culture thinks of love and what we should actually understand about love and god's love in specific um Nice. Uh, so um, hopefully you guys watch that. If not, please go back and watch that. It, he absolutely killed that message. It was super good. Um, but I have a couple questions from the message that I just want to go into. So the first one, Charlie had a story about him himself 
um, saying that he loved somebody after just meeting them. Do you guys have any stories where either you or a friend was convinced they were in love with somebody after just meeting them? <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's um, excellent timing that you have Hannah and I both on the on this episode for this for this one message that Charlie, you know, just you know gave because that's kind of like Hannah and I, <laughs> but um, unlike Charlie's. You know, where he broke up with this, well, not really broke up because we were in junior high and not really dating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've stuck stuck longer. But, uh, but yeah, I think it was, it was, um, it was probably about a week and for me where I saw Hannah. I was like, oh, maybe I'm having feelings for this person. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and. <laughs> I don't know where where we want to pick up because we, this story could be really long, <laughs> or it could be really short. Wherever you think is necessary, realistically, and I'm sure you have your point of view of the same yeah. scenario, yeah. so that'll yeah. be interesting here. Yeah, well. exactly. So, uh, in total, before you know, I'd only been at the school for about um, was it, 18 days before I asked her to just like engage with a serious re- relationship, not dating yet, but. <laughs> It took uh, 17 days, but up until that point, you know, there's certain days where before that I was like, you know, dang, I think I like this person. I think I thought. I think did I you like meet? Anna. Did you guys meet each other on the first day you were on campus? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I mean, it wasn't like love at first sight or anything like that, because I was looking for me personally. I was looking for someone um, from a spiritual standpoint, where it's just like, okay, is this person love God? You know, character. That was the person. You know, that was what I was looking at. <laughs> as opposed so yeah yeah but nevertheless it was just like okay day after day it was kind of building and i was like should i say anything should i not (laughs) you know at certain times i was i was like you know that that prayer where it's like okay god can you show me (laughs) you know or the the meme you know i've seen what you do god i've seen what you've done for others now i pray that you could do it for me (laughs) when talking about relationships (laughs) um (laughs) i uh I think it's funny because I remember talking with you and Rob uh, beforehand and uh, just talking to you about college and, you know, the mm-hmm. yeah. just, I mean, the jump from California to Minnesota in general is huge, um, specifically for a Californian who doesn't know what cold is. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, we we're just kind of reminding you and, and trying to send you down the right path and remind you why you're going to that school mm-hmm. um and you're like oh don't worry like that's not my that's not my intention <laughs> and then we find out that the, that the guy to girl girl to guy ratio is 11 to 1 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your brother's all joking about can i go can i go to this, that school um but yeah you're like beforehand i'm not and then yeah i said i'm no my out. yeah my goal was not for a year i'm gonna stay strong Nothing for a year, no relationship, no nothing. Eighteen days yeah. a year, 18, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I could keep sharing. Anna, do you yeah, have any viewpoints? You, Anna? Anna, do you I want to hear viewpoints? your perspective on this. I don't know. I mean, we met him the first day, and we just kind of like, oh, okay, say hi. I'm the type of person who always goes and asks questions and just. Get to know people. I want to make people feel welcome, mm-hmm. and 
So that's what I did. I just kind of kept talking to him, trying to be nice because I had met him on the first day, so I knew his name. I wanted to get to know him because uh, that's just what we do at Bethany. We intentionally seek people out, especially when they seem to be um, pulling back because you, you want them to be engaged. Right. So for me, that was just normal. I was just being myself, asking <laughs> questions and yeah. um, trying to get to know him. And then, yeah, at some point he sa- he told me he really valued my friendship. So I knew, like, okay, no feelings. <laughs> Can't have feelings at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, y- you know, it. the first thing that we both did was pray about it. And that was the most important thing that we could have done because w- doing it in our own strength and our own power, just our feelings, we wouldn't be where we are today. And right. that's not healthy. It's not right. We have we had to go and we had to pray about it and be like, okay, God, like what, what are you saying? Like, mm-hmm. I want your love before I want this other person's love. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's super cool, super funny because Benny G. I remember him. The first I remember seeing his face the first time coming to Av. Um, just being like, who is this guy? And he was super shy and super afraid to talk to new people and and go up to new people and um when he finally made that group of friends he finally he just he said he's going off to college and um and we're all i'm sure we we're all hoping you were gonna accumulate well with the group and and it seemed like after the first couple of days we saw you repost and stuff from a huge group of friends and and different people you've already met which is super cool and i'm glad that you're able to do that um but me personally yeah i, I i've had some of those stories myself um i've well when i was little i didn't really understand how to talk to girls or like how they worked because i've i was i grew up in as a even a gamer talking to guys on the xbox or playstation or just on a sports team so i didn't i really didn't know how girls worked but i remember in like second grade i thought this girl was cute and it was like it's second grade like how are you mentally comprehending anything um (laughs) when it comes to what my heart is trying to tell me right um because realistically all you can talk about to people is what like juice box you want to share or something like that right or at the time it was uh do you like ice cream (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) what do you you love ice cream and like yeah you like it (laughs) yeah why don't you marry it you know if you love it (laughs) yeah the conversations didn't go far yeah but yeah i thought i liked this girl and um it happened that year that i actually moved schools and then kind of a trip i went i actually started going to high school and i saw this person and i was like i swear i know who this girl is who and i we just kept crossing paths and then one day we finally i like walked up to her i'm like what is your name it's bothering me why i feel like i know you and it was that girl from second grade and I, and then you know me being dumb and a uh, lo- love struck teen is like oh it's fate bringing us back together right <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i act- ended up uh talking to her for a couple of days and i was just like we have nothing in common <laughs> cuz like you know second grade like we said you're all talking about ice cream flavors or whatever and you have the same ice cream flavor and you think you're meant for each other and then come high school when you have a lot more like morals and know what you kind of want to do with your life yeah you realize you're not anything similar to the person or have any like common values so Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it obviously ended very quickly, but I thought it was funny to share and funny to hear Charlie's story and your guys' story too. It was kind of cool. Um, but moving on to the a little bit deeper stuff. Um, first question, why do you think we confuse God's love with the world's definition of love? Ooh. <laughs> well, I think a lot of times is well, major reason is we're submerged in the world a lot. This whole, you know, the culture. Right. We're so submerged in it and we don't spend enough time apart from the world within God's word and what God says about love. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, you know, that's the basis and then from that basis I think we get a lot of rabbit holes you can go, you know, right here here. Um one of those rabbit holes is as like Charlie's talked about, you know, you think about your parents' love where um it's like on a punishment basis like where you think you you're going to lose love because you did something wrong and you got a consequence. You know. But in reality, we see that you know even consequences have love, because if there's no punishment or consequence for your action, then you know there's no love there because there's no correction. They, you know, your parents want to see you succeed in life, so when you make a mistake, they want to fix that so you don't end up going down a path of errors. Um, right. That's well. That's my fifty cents for yeah. now. What do you think, Anna? I think it's um, it's easy to take what the world does and what the world says is love because, like I said, we see it so often. We see it in society, in our schools, um, in old relationships even. Just that the love is like a give and a take and that it's conditional, that you have to earn this person's love and that's Mm -hmm. what it feels like in society. But where God's love, it, it, there's no condition. There's no, it, it was bought and paid for with the blood of Christ. So right. he loves us no matter what. And it's easy to confuse the two because that concept of our, of God loving us because he bought us, because he wants us, is not talked about nearly enough or as often as mm-hmm. it should be because it's like, oh, it's just common knowledge where the common knowledge hasn't taken root in our hearts. And that's, so we try to fill that with what the world says. Right. Yeah. No, I I think both of you guys is, is really good. Um, I kind of take a similar take to where, you know, it's, that's all we know. It, if you're not told otherwise, I think if you, to truly find out God's love or to understand it, you have to go out of your way for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're just so submerged with everything that this world offers. And so, submerged with the confusion of everybody's idea of love and that whole that simple thing of just love is not just a feeling that gets so misconstrued as well because you know i feel this feeling in my heart but to act upon it is something completely different Mm -hmm. um and that just gets so confused in culture and it's it's a little difficult um to truly understand god's love when everything you see around you is is all confused and in in the wrong direction and it has the wrong impact or passion behind it right um but yeah um one another question i have is why is the understanding of god's love so important in our lives 
Mm. And see, I guess, I guess this, this is in the realm of application more, because you have to understand. I, it's uh, taking into your heart at that at this at this question, at this stage. Because, uh, like, like Hannah said, we can have a knowledge of well, we can have a knowledge about it, but understanding it is a whole different level. It's when it hits your head and you're like, oh my gosh, like this this love is overwhelming. Right. And um, I think if, like, you know, if we don't have the understand, you know, if we don't have the understanding, it will be head knowledge. Sure. And we won't. It won't have an impact upon our lives. It, it will just be head knowledge, really, and we'll go on living our, our lives as if it's if it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's a lot of that's where a lot of people feel disconnected from God sometimes when they don't when they don't see that love and they don't understand that they know it, you know it's just like when they they go to church and they hear these things but they don't do them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Tough question though. That's good. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> I'll I'll think about it more too. Okay. If yeah, I have more if I have more comments here, Hannah, we'll come back to. <laughs> I know just. The concept of God's love, it, 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 it encompasses a lot of an identity. And that's one of the things that is so easily attacked in today's day and age is mm-hmm. our identity in Christ because there's so many things being thrown at us. There's so much that's coming after us because being Christian, we are making impact for the kingdom of God. And whatever can be hit at to tell us that we're not worth it that we're not really loved that's what's gonna that's that's what's gonna happen because we then we don't feel love and we don't feel god's love and we don't we don't understand and comprehend like at the heart level that he does truly love us it's so easy to try to fill that with things around us so with other relationships with what our parents say with what our classmates say um with things on the television with books and you, you you try to find your identity in something else that makes you feel like you're loved and that you're worth something you try you try to earn the love of the people around you right so knowing knowing god's love and the truth of that and owning it and claiming it in our hearts and in our lives and then living by that we're able to further understand what he says mm-hmm. and go deeper and the deeper you go into knowing his love and knowing what he truly says so that all of us are chosen, we're blameless, we're redeemed, we're restored, we're loved, we're, we're, we're called his child, we're adopted by Christ. Mm-hmm. Just grasping that and knowing that he did that all because of love, it it leaves an impact that goes deeper and further further than anything of the world can fulfill right yeah yeah i um i kind of see it as i think one thing that charlie said um oh gosh don't tell me it just left my head (laughs) as soon as i was about to start speaking um one thing okay we'll scratch that hey well Um, i'll pick it up here we'll go for it yeah i'll I'll come back to me 
Um, one of the one of the things that, that's pivotal to know about God's love is that you know, I mean, God. It, well, about God, it's kind of goes with the character of God. God is love, so like He, it's His love's not conditional based upon what we do. That's that's a huge understanding. Like we don't have to have our lives fixed up and together b- before we can come to God mm-hmm. and experience that love. You know, His love never fails. It's almost like what First Corinthians thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that encompasses the picture of love and mm-hmm. and the character of God. You know, love bears all things, you know, hopes all things, believes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Um, and I, I think it's if the, I think since we're in the process of understanding, or we're on this question of understanding the love of God. I think it's important to know that um, we, as just people, can only love because God loved us first. Right. We can only express that love like without that without the love that he has given us like we have no form of communicating that love right and and uh, uh here's an example like we can't like we can't really spread the gospel of you know that jesus died for our sins to save us you know out of love uh, if we don't have that love within us if we have not accepted that gospel to be truth um there's an easy example right there um Here's another example right here. Why, like, I can't if I'm if I'm a broken sinner, um, I can't really display my my love for another person who's broken and and hurting. So like, <laughs> so you know the in the inverse of that would be like, right now as a saint, you know, one one who's restored, I can I can love I can love Hannah. Because I have the love of God within me that's restored me and made me and redeemed me and made me whole. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can return that love that He gave me, right, and then give it to other other people, mm-hmm. and not just to her, but to to the the, the rest of the world, the world yeah. around us. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if I'm broken and, and lost and don't know what the you know what love of God is, what the love of God did for me, and what He did for me out of love, right, then I I can't I can't give that love back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remembered now. So, um, Charlie, the the point that I wanted to make was that in Charlie's quote that he used, it basically says that, like you said, you can't truly love others until you understand God's love for you. Um, yeah, and, and that in itself is holds so much weight and um, is so important for our Christian life because we are told to love others, but if we go off of what our feelings say or we go off of what we think love is or culture's love is um, and start to try to love others, then that's going to start to fail and and not truly um, be the true purpose and meaning behind God's saying of go and love others. Um, But mainly what, why I think it's so important is because we live in a broken world and it's so evident and so clear now, right? Um, But the broken world where each one of us has different paths and um each one of us has is unique in our own ways right and um and we all get to experience the brokenness of the world we get to see failed marriages and we get to see broken families and this quote-unquote idea of love begin to fail everywhere around us and when we're told we didn't have to do anything to earn god's love and that it's unlike any other love and surpasses any other love, it's 
it's hard for us to almost comprehend and it's hard for us as people who have witnessed the brokenness of culture's love and human love that we didn't need to do anything for God's love to be in in our lives and for God to already love us before we even learn to love another person or love ourselves right yeah. um and I think that's just so important to be able to walk in knowing you know what yeah I my past it brings me down there's things that I regret that I did but God loves me and that's um and that's what drives me forward and that's what um yeah and you don't allows me to yeah. see in another point of view yeah and you don't have to feel the shame and, and the guilt you know that you once did because you know that god loves you you know it, it's not conditional like right. there's no shame there's no there's no fear that goes mm-hmm. along with that like there's freedom in that freedom and love right um i had a last little topic i wanted to talk about because I, I remember the one one of the struggles i had when I first started to study the Bible and try to truly understand what God's love for me was and God's mercy for me was, was that whole idea of, yes, no matter what I do, I receive God's love. But at the same time, it doesn't give me an excuse to sin and doesn't give me an excuse to turn away from God. Yeah. Um, so what would you guys be biggest point or advice to somebody who is kind of in that same state of mind that I was in that, you know what, like I'm still getting used to this whole thing and, and, you know, we're all sinners, but, um, it's not an excuse to sin just because God is going to love us or be merciful no matter what. Mm. Well, Hannah, do you want to start with that one? (laughs) Gather my thoughts. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. Um, talk about it just just don't don't hold it in because the longer you hold in like those thoughts of like well i'm sinning but god loves me so it's okay yes he loves you unconditionally he loves you no matter what but he wants you to be whole and restored he wants you to be fully redeemed and have a heart that's fully for him um so talk to people get help um reach out and be like hey i'm struggling with this like i don't know what to do because i want i want to stay i want to stay in this comfortability i want to i want to stay where i know i'm safe and because i know god loves me still i know he forgives me still but he has so much more than living in Mm -hmm. that comfortability Mm -hmm. um and then he'll take that that state of well i'm comfortable in whatever this this hidden thing is um and he'll use it as a story he'll he'll make that into your testimony and that story will impact someone in ways that you have no idea it could or would absolutely yeah that's great yeah oh you benny well okay so yeah i think it starts with a frame of mind like that god has called you to be holy as a follower of christ he's called you to be perfect and blameless so like yes you're saved and maybe you're living in sin still and you're using that, you know, you, you, you know the love of God, but you're continuing in sin. You know, God has called you to be holy and complete and uh, an example to others. So you have to have that frame of mind and, and reference. And, and it also comes with an understanding, well, yeah, it comes with an understanding that, that you can't serve God and sin at the same time. 
you know, you can only serve one, you know, you can't serve two masters. You, you'll, what, you know, what Jesus says, you'll love one or, and, or hate the other and hate one and love the other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very important just to know. Um, and then lastly, another thing to, to know is, is the, the whole weight of the sacrifice that, that Jesus gave us. Like, he died on the cross. Like, the God who created the universe, who created us, who gave us life and gives us life every second as we breathe. Like, he, it, it pleased him in a way. Like, I don't want to get too deep in theological thought, but it, in a way it pleased him to to have a part of him suffer and die on a cross like for our sins like that's that's like amazing that's if I think we need to dive into understanding the weight of his love and you know the Easter story like everything like study that and look at that and see how powerful it is because you see you have the love of God like if you if you just truly see that the love of God you know that's sufficient for your life, then there's no need to to live in sin. Right. It's yeah. yeah it's really it's really amazing. Like um, an illustration that I would think of is like I I would hate for being me to be like, you know, metaphorically, but but in all reality, like be another pain that Jesus had to die for, like like almost like another nail. Wow. you know yeah. to pierce like or another beating that jesus had to take like uh, i i you know he he died on the cross for all my sins for past present and future but like to to knowledgeably like continue living in sin while you know the love of god like i'd hate to be that pain that jesus had to endure you know so wow that holds a lot of weight yeah it does um, hold a lot of weight yeah but similar to your kind of hypothetical situation i had the first thing that comes to mind is, well, my situation, because I, I did derive this question from my own struggle and my own experience. And I just remember back to that point of, of, of life in my, in my life that I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I know that God loves me and he's going to love me all the time and that his mercy always um, is over me. Um, but it, I know it's always going to be there. So I'm going to push it off a little bit for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm in public school. I'm a teenager, whatever I'm in. I want to enjoy myself. I want to enjoy my life. Um, and first off, just, this is a complete side point. Uh, if you think you can't enjoy your life <laughs> while you're a follower of Christ, you're completely wrong because God will give you eternal joy that you have never felt before. Yeah. Um, but I just remember at that time, well, looking back now, I was doing all these things in front of so many people after I had already proclaimed to everybody that, hey, I'm a Christian. This is what I believe in. This is, um, this is, I fall, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And then I go off and do all, all the things I'd, I'd want to do and, and, and sin in front of all these people lost in a broken world. And, they look at me and see me as the example of what they see a Christian is. And now looking back at that, that hurts me because I've had some conversations with those people before and they go, well, why did you do this then? Then why is this acceptable? And I have to, all I can do is tell them is, you know what? I, I was wrong. I, it's not acceptable. And I was just being, 
um, being a sinner and allowing sin to take over my life. And so I, my challenge to everybody here, if they, if you're in a specific or similar uh, situation as that is just think about that. Think about those people that may be watching over you and think about, um, those people you may be setting an example for of a Christian lifestyle. Maybe those, maybe those ones that you want to bring on Wednesdays once a month, right? Mm-hmm. What example are we setting for them if we're just saying yes to Jesus every Wednesday, raising our hand, and then walking away as if nothing has changed in our lives? Um, because I've seen the repercussions of that a couple times in my life, and they were not pretty because I've had to have very long conversations with people um, and try to reassure them that, you know, what, I was in a wrong state of mind, and that's not truly what a Christian should live as and what we truly believe in. So that's where I take it as. Yeah, yeah. And uh, i just like to offer just one word of encouragement, though, too, along with that, that, like, David, you touched on. It was like, there is joy. There is ultimate joy in leaving the, the sin behind. Like, you can live a joyful life, like, with the love of God, like, leaving the sin behind. That was a really pivotal point in my life when I realized, like, how much joy there is to be found in Christ. When you take his love and, and live within it, with, within a biblical definition of love, within, you know, sharing that love, there's just ultimate joy. And it's the joy will surpass all the temporary sinful fun that you that you that you have you know that you've had in your past that this joy is just the joy of the lord is far greater than than you can understand it's like the love and the love that you know passes your understanding you know this this joy passes all of your understanding and it's you know sometimes being a christian has its low points but the joy of the lord will triumph through you absolutely yeah um i think just kind of adding on to what you're saying, we're all so used to culture, right? Um, and the sad part is sin is fun um, as much as we want to, and, and sin can bring us temporary happiness or temporary mm-hmm. joy, but the thing is, it is temporary. It's always temporary. And we can get, we always get caught up, and especially in my life, I can see this, is we got caught up in a cycle of sin, enjoyment, and shame, and falling and then re rinse and repeat. Um, but the thing is when we truly try to push away sin out of our life, we stop, um, seeing shame as the defining part in our life, but more God's love Mm -hmm. being more defining in our life rather than our shame and our guilt. Yeah. Um, and that starts to become more, um, heavy in our life compared to, you know, that burden that we carried for so long. So, yeah. Do you have any last little points we want to add on? And what you were saying, the, um, I don't know if you all know the bridge of reckless love, but it's, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. And that's a picture of God's love. It's a picture of his, him bringing freedom in everything and in the sin. Um, because he, he wants you to come out of that. He doesn't want you to build up that shadow, those walls, those lies, those mountains around yourself because he, he's going to break through them whether you like it or not and it can be really easy and you can offer it up to him. 
or it can take something drastic in life to make you be like oh wake up call like he's right here and he's gonna he's gonna come no matter what we say or what we do he's he's gonna keep fighting for you right never forsake you with his love it's like constant it's it's really amazing so i (laughs) nothing really else beyond there you know well and 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 i would say know this one thing for whoever's listening now you know like Jesus loves you and you can't be disconnected from his love mm-hmm. cannot be disconnected no matter what you do so yep you'll always go after the one and leave the 99 to go after the one um but yeah um it's been great awesome talking to you guys you guys have so much knowledge um and so much wisdom and of course truly understand the impact of god's love upon your lives um but yeah this was another episode of the rewind hope you guys enjoyed thank you benny and hannah for joining us um but uh if once again if you guys didn't watch the live stream of this past wednesday let's talk uh let's talk about love was the was the episode make sure to go back and watch it it was an awesome one um but yeah hopefully see you guys next time. Love you guys.